Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Amazing, Marcus. Ashley is so excited. So you heard it here. 
Get your tickets, eyacon.com or DM Marcus and Ashley to get your tickets or just to learn more about the conference. There's payment plans, there's virtual options. So there's really no reason why you can't be there. And trust me, you're going to want to be there because if you couldn't tell by this interview this last hour, which was absolutely amazing, between Glenn, Marcus, and Ashley, there was lives that were changed and movements that were made in Denver. And I invite you, I implore you all to be there when it happens again, because it is absolutely life changing. So thank you so much uh, for that. And I am just going to remind everybody that this is the social media show. We are under the breakfast with champions. We just heard the amazing Glenn Lunny interview, Marcus and Ashley. My name is Kelsey Stark. I'm the owner of Stark Media Group. And I just wanna remind you that we are here to bring you motivation, education, and inspiration from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, so that's 12 hours of programming, and then 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday, and then, of course, we have our worship service, Club 111, on Sunday, and we have gotten together 100, yes, that's right, 100 thought leaders with all different backgrounds, approaches, expertise, and all with one common goal in mind, and that is to pour into you and help you succeed. So we want you to be there, for, or we want to be there for you wherever you are. So head on over to breakfastwithchampions.live to subscribe to the podcast so you can listen anytime. If you miss any of the amazing segments that have happened over the week, you can listen whenever you would like at breakfastwithchampions.live and make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram at Breakfast with Champions. You can see that B right above my head. You can go ahead and click on that profile, scroll down to the bottom, follow us on Instagram and you can tap that link in the bio and find us wherever you're hanging out on social media. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh, and we are going to have a little bit more fun with Marcus and Ashley. We're going to talk about what it takes to put on a conference. I mean, we've obviously heard this last hour, the amount of passion that they have uh, when it comes to this message that they that they had on their hearts to get out. Ashley having this big, hairy, scary, God-driven dream to impact the world. And Marcus, who was right there aligned with her. So there's this massive dream. There's this huge weight on your heart, this thing that you feel driven to do. It's your purpose in life. It's your purpose through God. So let's talk about setting up an event. Ashley, you've kind of alluded to the fact that it is an exhausting feat, right? So why don't you talk to us? So anybody who's in the audience right now that is thinking about putting on a conference, be it in person and or virtual, what, what was that moment where it went from a concept to a reality? Oh my gosh. You guys, if you, if you know me one, you know, I'm just very obedient in what God tells me to do because I've learned over the years that when I say yes, magic happens, even if I have no idea how to do it. So let me tell you when he told me, you know, I needed to put on a conference last year, last June, I was like, I don't know how, but okay. <laughs> I started looking up on Google. I'm like, how to put on my own conference, you know, and trying to figure things out. But I literally weeks after I said, okay, 
my friend Jess, who's my right hand man with Embrace Your Ambition, she's she is so helpful, you guys, and she's a total goob. Um, and so I love her. But she flew down here. We went to Denver and we found a place right away. Boom, we got the place taken care of. But then you you just miss all these little like the first one. I missed all these little details about things that they would add up financially that I think that was the biggest struggle that I, I have learned is that there are so many hidden costs <laughs> to putting on an event. But for me, the most important thing was that one, I found speakers that I knew were going to touch hearts. And two, my biggest thing is the feeling the, the, is it called ambiance? Is that what it's called? I, you guys, yes, the if ambience. I, <laughs> Thank you. If I could do this, you guys could do this. Okay. Um, and so that feeling, you know, and so having my husband make the prayer walls and, and having them very specific. I mean, he wanted to kill me because I kept changing things, but those little details around the outside, those little things that make your, your guests kind of feel a little bit of something more. We left little gifts the last day on all the chairs, um, it, it, it's the feeling, you know, like, how can you make it feel something? How can you make people feel something? Because yes, they will learn a lot, but how they feel matters most. I think everybody was like crying on Sunday in a good way, you know, um, but just having playlists, having slides, getting everyone's speaker information, putting together the workbook. There's just so many little details in there that, I, I really had to figure out along the way, you know, I, I mean, I am not going to not tell you, like, I'm not going to tell you guys I knew what I was doing, <laughs> but I did it. I knew I could throw an event because I love doing parties and stuff. I love putting on an event, but I still didn't know what I was doing, but that's the beauty is like, just learn along the way, like give yourself some grace. It will not be perfect. And you're going to have to get past that because you're not there to be perfect. You're there to have a purpose. You're there to change lives. You're there to make an impact. And so you're going to have to let go of some of the small details. Kelsey, whenever you came to hug me, I literally hadn't showered for two days and I was wearing the same clothes that I wore the night before. So don't underestimate the amount of work that you're going to have to do when you get there. I already told Marcus, like, again, I'm prepared for it. You know, we get there, we start setting up. I was wearing the same clothes for two days. It was awesome. Um, I got to meet everybody looking that way. So that was how that went. But then once it gets started, that adrenaline, all the things, man, it's just, it just feels so good that you accomplish it. So don't give up, keep pushing and just give yourself grace, learn along the way, figure out how you want them to feel. What are the most important elements? Because financially, you might not get everything you want, which is also equally annoying. There's a lot of things I want for Dallas that we just can't do. But I'm just reminding myself the best thing that has happened so far is I broke down and I prayed and I said, Lord, are you sure it's me? I don't think I can do this. And he said, it's you, but you can't do it. I can. And so give it to him. Give it to God and like just think about the feel of how you want it to feel and what speakers you want. Once you get the right speakers, man, like that's it. Like they, they, they do their job. You make people feel, and you, you just leave everything up to God. And remember, it's not about perfection. It's just about purpose. 
I love that, Ashley. It's not about perfection. It's about purpose. So obviously having a, a proper lineup of humans that are going to come and and speak to your crowd is very important. You know, they're going to have audiences of themselves. They're going to attract. But how do you make that determination? How do you decide who is going to represent your conference and how do you make those connections? Where do you pull those connections from? So, yeah, the Faye is quiet. So I'll tap in and, uh, man, even to your previous question, Case Stark, <laughs> event planning is a lot harder than anyone would. So if you guys want to do it, don't hear me saying that you shouldn't do it. Just know when you go into it that don't think you're doing something wrong. It's a lot. It's, it, it's a lot of details, a lot of moving pieces. Uh, of course, we had a thing when we planned this, there was something that didn't exist that came about after called the Delta variant. So then that's, you got stuff like that. But even when the Delta variant and COVID is long gone or not haunting the world the way it is currently, there will always be something else. There's always going to be things outside your control that pop up, you know, but but we started when, when Ashley Faye first asked, do you, first her first question was do you want to do another one like do you want to do this like this let's just take this we hadn't even done the first one yet but she's like do you want to do this and and, and we had been talking a lot at that point because i just wanted to help i could hear her heart so clearly and so evident i wanted to see how i could help make it happen so that's what we were looking for and i was trying to figure out so i said yes and then we were figuring out where we wanted to go so we were looking at different cities on the map and she has a lot of people in texas i lived there my wife is from there so and i knew that i was like okay well if we choose dallas i bet you i could get trent to do it i I just knew that we have enough of a relationship i never really asked for anything if i asked he would come through so we started there so she said yeah dallas sounds good i said i'm gonna ask trent so i asked trent and he said yes so by the time we got to denver we were already able so we started there i started with my guy so when you're looking for your lineup start with your relationships who do you have relationship with and kelsey's right ultimately you want to make sure that you serve the vision and that people are in alignment with who you are and what you want to convey i know trent's heart is my heart and now ashley faye and i share a heart we all got the same heart so it's like okay I knew, even though she didn't know him as well, she's gotten to know him since and even gotten to meet him uh, on on FaceTime. And it's like, dang, this guy's super nice. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the type of people I wanted to surround myself with. So, so we started there. Are your hearts congruent when you're looking for your team? Do you think they'll be able to convey with conviction the message that you care about getting across to the world? What do, what do you want to serve the people with? What do you want the people to walk away with? And I knew he would come in with a powerful level of real. So we started there. And I had also already been talking to Amberly Lago as well. And I said, hey, just so you know, I was like, look, we're just getting started. We're doing a thing. I know we can't afford your fee, but hey, I know who you are. I know what you stand for. We we would be honored if you consider this. So we started with those. And she was like, oh, my God. You know, Amberly, I love her voice. Oh, my God. I get to be in the room with you and Trent Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her I did that. Don't tell her. No, she might be here. I don't know. But but um, so she signed on. She was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I literally was like in Martha's Vineyard on the call with her agent to lock that in. <laughs> um, and so we started there. And then we talked to our family. Who's their family? 
Uh, social media show people were our family. So we talked to them and they were at the last one. So they have already experienced what's about to go down. So we were like, okay, who could convey with conviction to the people we want to fill the room with that this is real? This ain't just our heart. This is something that's crazy and powerful beyond. So we went to those people who we know, who have specific, unique gifts, giftings, and skill sets who we know could break bread and impact people. But I hope you guys hear a recur common recurring theme, congruent hearts and impact. Whenever you put people on your stage, when you guys start host hosting events, whether you start doing your own virtual thing or you're going to do a live event in a person, who are the people that you know can impact those people? And here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like to, to afford our keynotes, if we had to pay the, the actual fee, uh, there's no way we could ever afford that because those we got some solid heavy hitter keynotes that I know we can never afford. But then that's where relationship and vision happen. And they believe so heavily in us. All of them came through. <laughs> they came through. I'll just say that in a ridiculously major way. And so think through your network. Think through who you have access to. Think through the people who know and love you and who will believe in your vision and who are willing to invest in you and come. Because ultimately, one day, once Embrace Your Ambition and where is that, we're going to be able to pay everybody and fly them out and do all the things and and create a special private dinner for the speakers where we pay for all of that and host them. I mean, we're going to be able to do that eventually, but we just getting started. We can't do all that right now. So these are people who just believe in the vision and believe in us who are coming through for the love. And, and, but we're doing this ultimately so that the people who come and sit in the room, those of you, I got so many DMS who already DM'd EYA. Thank you. Those of you who will continue to DM EYA, those of you who want to be in the room, those of you who want to support virtually, like our number one goal is to make sure that you feel served, you feel blessed, you feel impacted, and you walk away equipped and ready to embrace your ambition and boss up and change the world because you can, straight up. Yeah, Marcus, can I add one thing, Kelsey? You can add whatever so, you like. Oh, oh, hold on. I just realized I never told them what happened. So, guys. <laughs> Ashley Faye was describing what she looked like for multiple days. I have photo evidence of that. It's my PTR if you haven't. So lovely. Look at my Drew Carey glasses though. I'm just gonna I pull off the Drew Carey glasses, you guys. Okay? Now I might have been stinky. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I may not have smelled great, but I look cute my, my Drew Carey glasses. But um all I was gonna say is whenever you're thinking about who you want to speak, like Yes, get yourself a keynote like Trent, like Emily, that believe in what you're doing, that are known, but also don't chase the clout. Like, just find the people that have the heart that you do. Because I've wanted to speak for a long time and it wasn't, it just wasn't happening for me. Right. And so I made my own damn stage and Marcus Black saw me. And so I want to do that for other people. Embrace Your Ambition is not about having big names. Like, yes, we, you need one or two, right? Like that's, that's, it is, you need it. <laughs> and as long as they align with your mission, your vision, but also like have your friends, like, right. Jess spoke at, at Denver, Kelsey and Nate, like all these people I knew had my back and had the same heart that I had And the same way with Dallas, we're not going to go just find big names just to find big names. We want to make sure we're aligning with the people who have our back and who have the same heart and who want to see this vision come to, to reality. 
and who believe in us and we believe in them. It doesn't have to be about, oh, this person is a big speaker. Like it can be your friend, yo. Know, if they have something like to say on stage that's gonna touch people's hearts, put them on stage. I told Marcus from the get-go, I said, listen, one thing I'm passionate about is making sure that we have someone that is a new speaker at every single conference that hasn't been seen, that isn't known of, because I know what that feels like. And now that it's kind of taken off for me, I'm gonna pull up somebody else and then I'm gonna pull up somebody else. So that's what we do too, is just make sure that we're bringing people along for the ride. You know what I mean? Maybe people that haven't been seen, but absolutely deserve to be seen. Ashley, I completely and totally love that. Thank you, Marcus and Ashley. And I think these are some really valuable tools that anyone who's interested in putting on a conference or doing in a virtual event uh, that they keep in mind. So first off, uh, Ashley talked about securing a spot, right? So deciding where, in fact, you're going to have your event take place if it's in person. Um, obviously, choosing a date is very important. Making sure that you choose a lineup is the second thing that I heard. So getting your, well, actually, no, I lied. The second thing is deciding the type of feel that you want. What is the ambiance? How do you want people to feel when they enter the room? And most importantly, how do you want people to feel when they leave the conference? Uh, third being to choose your lineup. So making sure that you have some really phenomenal speakers that are going to keynote, that are passionate, um, and then leveraging your relationships and your family to get people who support you to come along for the ride and to support what it is that you're doing. But most importantly, making sure that everyone is aligned within your vision. So um, Jess, are you here? Flash your mic at me if you're here. No, all right, Jess is working on stuff, she's very busy. So I want to, so those are, you know, oh, Jess is here. Okay, so we got one, two, and three. Um, before I pop, pop back over to Ashley and Marcus, Jess, I would love to hear from your viewpoint because I know that you are Ashley's right-hand woman, you do a lot behind the scenes. What's it like to, one, assist in helping someone's dream come true like Ashley's did, but also what is it like to be behind the scenes and watch it all unfold? I'm sorry, I have bleach all on my hands. Um, well, I, I met Ashley um, originally January, I believe it was January 2020, and her first little academy going. And I never thought, um, I never came in with the thought that we would end up being friends or being so similar. Um, and then we did. And I see a lot of, I saw a lot of potential in her. And I knew that she had these dreams because we all have dreams, right? But with Ashley, she doesn't just have dreams. She makes those dreams into reality. And not only does she do that for herself, but she helps other women do that along the way and so um seeing that and and actually i mean in the world today people can say a lot of things but when they actually do it and not just for themselves it's enough to do it for other people as well um that's somebody that you genuinely have in your life and there's not a lot of those these days so um sorry i was completely unprepared for this y'all just threw me on here and i thank you for that but seeing how it's all unfolded since she first said, I'm going to have a 
conference and I'm, and I'm going to have a podcast. And I was like, okay, like, cool. Those are, those are great. And a month later, she's like, my conference or my podcast is going to debut on this day. I think it just hit a year, not too long ago. Um, and I was like, oh, oh, shoot. she's, she's really doing the thing. And then the conference part came in and I believe it was September last year. We like started looking at venues and, um, started, you know, planning things. And I don't think we, either one of us realized that the first one would be as big as it was and be as amazing as it was. And, and initially she, she had like five people, I think that she called the dream team and Megan Coombs was the MC. We had a few other speakers and she was like, all right, Jess, you, you're going to speak. So get to it, get to your speech. And I thought she was joking. I was like, there's no way, like I have stage fright. I had to do a 30 second monologue in ninth grade drama and I nearly passed out on the stage. Like there was no way. Um, and I did, and it turned into going from doing like content creation to me telling a story that my own grandmother doesn't even know. And, and, you know, pouring my heart into a speech that I never thought I would share things that I did with anyone. So, um, it, the conference was just was completely bigger than what I ever thought it would be. And I'm not going to lie, it can be a little stressful behind the scenes, but seeing how it all came together and how big it's going. And now like we're having Marcus and Ashley both. Um, I, I love and adore them both. They're hilarious. Marcus doesn't think Ashley and I are as funny as we really are, but that's okay. He's a guy. Um, so just seeing all of it come together. <laughs> awesome. Like it, it's kind of like, you know, when people, things start to happen and it's kind of like pinch me because it's not like this can't be real and and you know how how fast this is happening and and I've learned a lot from Ashley and Marcus about having grace and patience and um Ashley knew from the very beginning that I wasn't raised in a religion and I was learning my husband was but I was learning and I've learned a lot with that too but conference just moved something in me and and I just had like a complete break down and, and I believe it's true when people say something you have to completely break down to build yourself back up and that's exactly what I've been doing with their help realize how much of an impact they have on my life and and not only do I get to have them as a friend but mentors as well um, and it completely completely changed my view of where I want to be in life I now went back to school um, I'm loving it I'm on honor roll like usually I'll, I've been in school in and out for 10 years and never knew I'm doing like um, counseling. I'm in school for counseling right now, substance abuse and mental health. So uh, just the impact on me, I can only imagine what it did for everybody else in Denver. And I'm really excited to see how it plays out in Dallas as well. And in future ones, uh, made sure not to let those slip where they are, but they're going to be amazing. And you're going to love Marcus and Ashley if you don't know them already. And I promise you when you leave that room you will not be the same person you were when you walked in you will be a better so it's it's just amazing and I'm really happy that I'm able to be on this ride with them and I hope to see you all thank you yo Kelsey I gotta say something about Jess because I just want to give her some flowers a sweet super appreciate you couldn't do it without you <laughs> there was some struggles man along the way and there were some big struggles in the beginning even locking down the venue like it was just and Jess was like a bulldog to make sure we got what we needed and Jess is a protector and even with me like I was a foreigner at first and Ashley Faye she's protecting Ashley Faye and her interests she's like I don't know this man she literally said that those are her words so her job was 
to, pr- to protect Ashley. And she's protected Embrace Your Ambition. And once she, it took her, she was like slow. She was like, I'm going to see who this guy is. Let's see what his heart is. And once she found out, I mean, she's been incredible, an incredible person. I'm grateful to call friend. But you need a person like that on your team, too, who's willing to do the tough things, who's willing to have conversations, who's fighting for the vision as hard as you are, who's protecting. She's a protector. And we are grateful for you. And I'm grateful that I was able to earn your trust as well. Well, thank you. I love you, Marcus, and and I'm your protector too now. So that is amazing, and Marcus, I'm actually uh, very happy that you jumped in and gave Jess those flowers because my next question was going to be in that light of how important is it to have a team around you when you're trying to put together a conference or something that is of this magnitude or trying to get people together. We see the amazing relationship that happened with Glenn and Sarah McCord. And now we're seeing this beautiful relationship between um, you, Marcus, and Ashley. And we have Jess and Heather popped in the room. So how important is it to have that support system and that team around you when you're trying to put together a conference? Oh my gosh, it's so important. Like, if you know me, I just don't like getting involved in in things. So Jess is definitely my protector. If you mess with me, she's going to beat you up. So like, I don't have to worry. Um, But no, like really, there are just some things like it's impossible. It is impossible for me to do all the things that need to happen. And so having that team that you know, like, has the vision y'all that's important like they've got to see your vision and they want they want it bad now is anyone going to want it as bad as you maybe not but like they've got to want it right and they want to make sure that your mission is is happening so we talk about a lot like i focus on the vision i focus on the future and then jess and, and tiffany and my sister who are like my other my afd side or my sister and tiff my sister and tiff, you guys know what i um they focus on the mission so they focus on like what has to get done for ashley's vision to come to fruition because the vision is long term and it's huge and it's crazy and so jess is constantly like okay what do i need to do today to get us closer to what ashley sees for embracing her ambition for next year and so like at the beginning like we could not get a hold of our our place our our venue and jess was calling them every minute of every day until they answered. And like, those are things that like, you need somebody to help you do things. She's currently, you know, making sure the workbook gets printed on time and doing all those things that like, I just, I don't have time to do. They wouldn't get done if I didn't have Jess. So having the team behind you that supports your vision, that knows, like she knows clearly where I want to go, right? So you've got to communicate with them. This is where I want to go with this. This is the vision for next year. This is the vision for two years from now. How do I get there? Because I got, I'm like an idea girl. I have a million ideas. Jess is my, okay, now I'm going to go get it done for you and get you moving girl. So it's, it's incredibly important to build your team. And, and like my, my CFO is part of the team too. We're always communicating finances with her. Like you've got to have the right team to get you to the next level. Right. I mean, all of that's involved, your finances, your time, actually doing the thing. How many of us like have ideas, but then we don't do the thing. Right. So align yourself with those people, form that team, form your tribe with those people that are going to get those things accomplished for you and know the full vision. 
Marcus, did you want to add to how important it is to have a team? I don't have much to add. I mean, she's just exactly right. Like, it's just, um, especially typically the people who are hosting conferences are people who are multifaceted individuals and they have a lot of things going on, i.e. I'm talking about you guys. I know Glenn and Sarah can speak to this. I know we, we're speaking to it as well. And so that's why you got to have people around you who can see things you don't because they can also guide you and help you make decisions and you need that you need that type of input and feedback because sometimes you can be so in it that you can't see clearly so you need those people around you who are willing to have the conversations who are willing and honestly i'm <laughs> keep it real with you uh, like you know i was talking to trent about this my my brother my mentor he's done a lot of events all over the world and he's like events are just hard like events are hard he's like because um people want to be a part because they know what you're doing is epic and they know it's going to change their life but people wait to the last minute and he told me that from the beginning and I was hoping that wouldn't be the case and that is the case so but you need a team to have people around you to even just encourage you when it gets hard when it gets scary when you don't know how it's gonna work and you need those people to be able to uplift you because we're not down at the same time always so sometimes Ashley Faye has to encourage me and pour into me sometimes i have to encourage her important to her sometimes jess has to encourage important to both of us and you know you got a squad everybody can just be there and support each other and you need that otherwise it becomes too much to bear and it can it can break you so team is everything yeah i absolutely love that okay so we have number one find your location set a date number two determine your ambiance, what you want the feeling of the conference to be, how you want people to feel when they leave. Three, get an awesome lineup of speakers, tap into your relationships and the people that you know are aligned with you. And number four, put together an amazing team of people that are going to support you and help you through this task. Now, Ashley, I know you said earlier that you are very particular so if there's someone in this audience right now that wants to put on an event but thinks that you know maybe they're too much of a control freak what do you have to say uh to them about letting go and kind of having letting this team support you i'm oh man you know i'm like such a control freak as jess she wants to kill me sometime so it's still tough for me i'm still constantly kind of um trying to be over things you know but I've I've realized so much first I had to let go of some of the control of Ashley Faye designs right I had to give my sister control of that so that I could focus on embracing your ambition because what it came down to was this either embrace your ambition wasn't going to be able to happen because it just could not have me there because I, I was still controlling all of Ashley Faye designs or I had to let go of some control. So for me, it kind of came down to, if you don't, you cannot grow. There's like a point that you've got to say, if I don't take the time to teach someone else how I do things and what I need from them and ask for help, I'm stuck, you know? And and is that where you want to be? Is it like you want to be in that spot forever or do you want to start growing? And so giving up some control is is so important and finding the people that have that same heart, just like with your tribe to give that control to now they might not do everything exactly the way you do it. But like what I've learned is like, like just does some things better than me. My sister does a lot of things, <laughs> but had they not had the chance to even showcase that because I was a complete control freak, like how sad would that be? 
And like I said, EYA might not be happening right now. Had I not said to myself, okay, I have to give up some control because you can't be everywhere. I was in three places, Ashley Faye Designs, the Ashley Faye Supplies, and Embrace Your Ambition. And so none of the three places were getting my 100%. It was important for me to say, all right, I got to do this. I got to let somebody help because if not, they're, they're, I don't like doing half-assed things. If you know me, like if I'm going to do something, I go like full in. It needs to be amazing. And so I kind of just realized if I don't do it, none of it is going to be amazing and none of it's going to grow and none of it's going to hit the next level. So you got to sit down and think, what can I give up? Do the things that you are best at. Do the things that are in your heart that make you feel and then give the other things to people that you trust that are going to do good because they love you. And that way you can focus, like your focus has to be on that one thing or, you know, parts of that one thing and not spread too thin everywhere. Hopefully that helps somebody. It does. I got a follow up question for you, Ashley Faye. <laughs> so speaking of you and, you know, being in control of all the things, you were in control 100% of your vision and of this conference and everything that God gave to you. And then you decided to invite another individual to go along the journey with you. So, and, and I know that I don't bring necessarily a small presence physically or uh, figuratively, <laughs> but what has that been like? Like, what has that been like for you bringing on a co-visionary and for people who might be thinking like, man, maybe I should bring someone on, but like, but if they like it a certain way, has it been difficult for you at all? Have I been difficult for you? I just want to know. Inquiring minds would like to know, or like, what has that journey been like? You have not been difficult. Like, I feel like I brought the best person on because he's like, I, I felt what you wanted them to feel in Denver. So like, I trust you. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> you have not been difficult. But my husband definitely tells me sometimes to calm down so that I don't scare you away <laughs> because I know that I'm like, I want this and this and this and this, and it needs to be done like this and this and this and this. And then we need to do like, I know I'm that way. And so Brian has to reel me in and be like, Ashley, like leave Marcus alone for like five minutes. Like he doesn't need to know every single thing that is in your head all the time. <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> like you sure? He's like, you're going to scare him. I'm like, well, if I scare him, then it wasn't meant to be, right? But no, like bringing you on, like, I I had no doubts. I, I felt like it was like, like God just knew that we were supposed to be a team. And even though like your, your personality, because I remember I told you this, I was like, I feel like right now you outshine me, but I was like, it won't always be that way, Marcus Black, okay? So don't get it twisted. You might, you might be the one people know right now, but you just wait. Um, <laughs> just oh, yeah. <laughs> he did tell so, me that. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and you know what I thought though is is even though people, because at the beginning, like people knew Marcus and didn't know Ashley. Now people on Facebook on my shopping network knew who I was, right? But people knew Marcus and didn't know Ashley. And I was like, man, this is this is hard because I want to be his equal in the fact that I want to make sure I bring to the table what he can bring to the table and that he's not the one, you know, doing it all or he's not the one that is selling the, all the tickets. And so I wanted to make sure I was his equal, but I also realized it was a moment for me of learning that I don't have to be 
the one doing everything. Like, hello, Ashley. You don't always have to be, I don't want to say in the spotlight because I've never been like, oh, I want to be in the spotlight. But um, kind of the main person, like you have someone else to lean on. And I feel like, you know, people still know Marcus Black, but I do feel like we are equals because I bring different things to the table. And, you know, and that makes it so special, I think. And so I, special is like the one word I just keep using for it because I just feel like that's what it is. It's like the special thing that God completely orchestrated and unlike anything else. So I think we work so well together and I think we bring such different things to the table and, you know, I'm going to be just as big as Marcus Black. So that's it. So <laughs> you, you already are. Maybe, maybe you'll never be as big as me physically, but the rest of it. <laughs> so um so many things you said first of all shout out to brian it's funny because he always he's always protective of me and i appreciate him for it and there's never been a moment where you've been hit me where it's been too much there there was one <laughs> we just give you guys back background insider there was one like morning where like 11 million things happen by 11 million i mean like 11 but they all happen within like five minutes and so ashley's me like a bunch of things and we were talking and, and i just said okay and I, I if you guys know me if you text me i never send short messages i'm like i'm not that guy like i hate texting because i'm always gonna send you a paragraph <laughs> and i said okay and she's like oh god i must have really pissed him off because he, he's never done that <laughs> but it hasn't been overwhelming at all and i honestly told her it probably that's how you know it's a divinely ordained partnership because I'm the easiest person to work with so far. The things that are difficult for her, as far as like control and want like have being strong, as far as the aesthetic she wants to create, I'm not like legit. I was on a mission when we were planning my wedding with my wife, and I literally sent her like a stack, few stacks. I sent her a couple thousands, and I said the answer is yes. You make it happen, whatever you want. You don't even have to ask. The answer is yes. So that's kind of my philosophy. So I know what I bring to the table, but we, we've always been equals from day one. It, it was never uh, like, there's never been a time where we weren't equal because I saw, I know what you bring to the table in all facets. Everybody just hasn't seen yet, but they will. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for you because that's big. I want you guys to hear that. Like you got a vision and you bring someone else along, especially someone that you might perceive to be a little further ahead of you in the industry that you want to be in. That's not an easy task. That requires a, a major on a humility but you flex that muscle and you allow me to come on a journey and we've been able to build something epic so i appreciate you so i give you your flowers publicly i can definitely well, I appreciate say, you i could definitely say marcus you are so easy to work with he basically whatever me and ashley like say we like this we like this we like this he gives his opinion but mostly he's like yep that sounds great he gives his uh um like gives your smarts about things and you're like, all right, y'all got it. But you bring so much information and everything. We're more of like the, the smaller details and, or they both bring the, you know what I'm saying? But um, one thing I learned with Ashley is that she has so much going on in her mind all the time, as do I. So like we bounce these ideas off of each other and um, usually she'll say, I want this and this and this and this and this. And then you just tell her, okay. And then you just do it how you do it. And then she'll forget what she even said. So that doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's just so true. <laughs> and if she wants something done specifically a certain way, she just won't tell you about it until it's already done. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, and I want to do this, but I've already done it." So, um, 
there it's there really are great people to work with um it's so easy and it's fun there are stressful times but we get together and we talk it out and like even just life stuff they just make everything fun so it's not like a job it's like I don't know how to explain it it's it's just it's a great experience and I'm really grateful for the both of them and in the beginning like like he said I was very just kind of I remember telling her I'm not trying to be ugly I just I just want to make sure, you know, he's not trying to take your platform. I had no idea. Like this huge speaker. So then when I did realize it and I was like, oh, okay, my bad. I recant that. But um, he is the most humble person and he's just awesome to work with. And I, I think both of y'all have so much to bring to everyone. And it's, it's, it is. Hey, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, I absolutely love that. You can definitely tell um, how amazing the partnership is between the entire team, um, you know, building this up. And we've got about 10 minutes left. So the, the last thing that I want to touch on is for, once again, anybody who's looking to have an event, um, you know, we've gone over that you want to pick your place, time and date. Uh, you want to get a number two feel for the ambiance. How do you want people to feel when they're coming and when they're leaving and how you want them to feel while they're there? Number three, tap into your, your relationships and get a really amazing lineup of speakers that are aligned with your message and how you want this conference to go. And number four, get you a rock star stellar team that is going to continue to pull you in, maybe rein you in a little bit, but also let your uh, your dreams run wild and support you and help you get all of that done. So the fifth thing that I want to know is how important is it to have your home life, your home support team? Because we obviously know that planning events take a lot of time, a lot of effort. As you said, Marcus, a lot of people who do events are multifaceted. So you have your your day job, your nine to five or whatever it is. And then you're planning this event on top of it. So that obviously takes a toll on your quote unquote free time, which I don't know who has that, but um, they, I, I hear it's a thing. So how important is it to make sure that your family and your home life are all on board uh, for this dream, for this vision, for, for something like this to be successful? Uh I'm going to start and actually say you tap in as well, but that, that's everything because it couldn't happen without them. And they're not here, so we can say it. Rachel or Brian aren't here, but I text Ashley. I was like, we should do something for them, like like honor them with an award for having to deal with the ups and the downs and the stress that we have. But it was important enough that I was mere weeks after Denver, I, I went back to Colorado and we went and stayed with the Branstedters and I brought my whole family, my wife and my boys. Like she mentioned, the kids would just act like they came out the same womb. They were just attached to like, what? Um, but so that's how you knew furthermore that like this was all the divine thing. But just for us to get together and have fun and get to talk and get to share and get to hear each other's hearts so that when we got into the thick of it, they would know and they've been nothing but supportive. I mean, we've had things, we've had family things, separate things. My family, her family, we've just had things. We've had life happen, life happens. But having those people around you support, um, it really matters. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're in a situation where you don't have the people around you support and you feel like that's a, a hindrance, don't allow that to stop you from going for the thing that you know God called you to do. Because even when I, there was a situation last year, 
here before I before Clubhouse was a thing for me, where I got offered a job that would have paid four x what my nonprofit was paying me, and I turned it down. And my wife was not happy. She was not happy with me. Um, but I just needed her to trust me. I was like, "Do you trust me?" She said, "No, not in that." She didn't. She and it wasn't that she didn't trust me. She just was like, "Nah, bro, like that would change things for us." But I knew that there was something else I was supposed to do, and I didn't take the job even though I didn't have her support, that money came back though. And I made the money of that salary in a short amount of time from speaking as things blew up. And she was looking at me like, my bad. <laughs> I was like, so sometimes you just got to know if the prompting came from God, you just got to go for it. So I'm not speaking to that. But if you can do whatever you can to get the support of those around you, especially in the home and appreciate them and, and, and let them know how much it means because it only makes things more difficult if you have chaos going on around you as well. So Ashley Faye, I'll let you speak to it as well. Oh yeah. So, so important. And I think back, like at the beginning, I remember telling him because, you know, we got right now the military. And one of the main reasons we did that is because I had this dream of embracing your mission and making it a traveling conference. And I remember sitting with him and telling him like, trust me, like, I feel it. I feel it in my gut. I know it in my heart. This is a God thing. Like, this is going to be something. And so we got him out of the military and then things got really flipping hard, but he still has been so supportive the entire time. And Marcus, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell everybody this, but we're going, um, <laughs> you know, it's been a struggle because like I told you guys, conferences are a financial strain. And like when we were talking the other day on, a, on our prayer walk, we go on a prayer walk. He's like, oh, it's going to happen. And I'm like, but what if, like, what if it doesn't? And he reminded me, he's like, how much faith do you have? Like God's going to come through and he's going to show off. But if he doesn't, we're going to take out a home equity loan because America needs this. And just to know though, like that he has that much faith in what we're doing too is everything like that he can see that it's going to be something huge and that he is willing to take risk like that because he knows it's special is so huge and he said I've never seen you this happy like just knowing like that you're living in your purpose and you're doing exactly what you are meant to do we can't not do it no matter what it takes and so yeah I mean it's super important you're gonna have to have a long conversation <laughs> about just what it takes and, you know, make time, like set boundaries. Like we still on Sundays, I don't work and I don't work on EYA or Ashley Faye Designs. We do family day. And that way you, you set some boundaries to where when you're with your family, you're all in with your family. You know, you're not on clubhouse, you're with this. And so I try to be really strict in that so that the family knows, like, I know this is hard right now. I know mom is like this crazy person right now because it's we're down to the wire and we're trying to figure all these things out. But on Sundays, I am all yours. And then after the conference, you know, we'll take a break and, you know, do family stuff. But set the boundaries and talk to them and let them know how much it's going to take and how you need their support. But home life. You got it. You got to figure that out. You got to get some boundaries in there. Like you can't just focus on the conference or you might lose your mind. Like weekends are family time. That's it. I won't make an exception. So hopefully that helps. That's awesome. So we've got about three minutes left. Marcus, Ashley, thank you so much. I want the one. Oh, go for it, babe. Oh, uh, we forgot something that's that needs to go 
at the beginning of your numbers before any of this. And I felt like we have to, for anybody who's legit, like thinking about starting a conference, you got to set your budget. So before you do, before you find the venue and do all this other stuff, you should probably put in your mind and do a little, as much research as you can. Of course, you know, there's always going to be variables. So it's probably better to underestimate. So like, don't be like, well, don't be generous with what you think you'll sell. Go under start smaller thing. Okay. This is, and then if you hit, if you go over, it's big, but you don't want to be stressed and pressured. So, um, I remember being in Martha's Vineyard on a zoom with Ashley and, and Nidra, the CFO. And we were talking through budget stuff in the beginning. And we did that before we found the venue, before we did all the other things before who we can bring and before all of that. So set your, set you a number. So you go in mind, otherwise you'll find yourself overspending and find yourself in a lot of trouble and don't, don't feel bad because like most events and people getting off the ground come out of pocket it's an investment in yourself like a lot of people do lose money in the beginning of those i know trent told me you can listen but i do but i also wanted to like you can minimize that if you go in with a strategic plan as far as how much you want to spend on different things and you can kind of look at market cost and, and things like that but i just want to throw that b word in there as an important thing Yes, budget is definitely, definitely important. So with our, our last few minutes, Marcus and Ashley, I would love to hear the one piece of advice that you have for the person in this audience that wants to put on a conference uh, that has had it on their heart but hasn't been able to take that first step. What is the one piece of advice that you're going to give to that person? I would say if it's on your heart, then you're the one for the job. You're supposed to do it. I questioned so many times why God would choose me. I've made so many mistakes. I'm not, you know, a well-known speaker. I'm not this. I'm not that. But, like, it's me. And there's a reason it's me. There's power in that. There's power in saying I thought I was just a mom or just a wife, but I'm so much more and so are you like you have power and people need to hear your story and people need to see what you can bring to the table because it's different than what I can bring to the table. It's different than what anyone else can bring to the table. So maybe that conference that you feel in your heart, you're supposed to start like the world needs it. That's what I've noticed most about ours is like, even though I had doubts of if I could pull it off or if I'm the right girl, is he choosing the right girl y'all? He is because the world needs it. The world needs to see someone who started with negative $54 rise up or someone who is telling you, I'm nervous. Like I have fear, but watching me step out in courage. I did a live, um, was it last week? I don't know. I got out of the shower and I got a God prompting to go live and I had wet hair, no makeup. I cried and I told people I was afraid. And I said, when you guys see me in Dallas with my hair all done and my cute outfit, my Spanx on looking all tight and right, and I'm up there kicking butt and stepping out in courage, I want you to remember me in this moment. I want you to remember this, Ashley, that I'm just a person just like you, afraid and nervous and worried and overwhelmed, but I'm still stepping through it and becoming who I know God made me to be. Because I think that's important is that see our the time we don't see ourselves the way god sees us god sees you as his champion as his warrior and he put it in your heart so therefore he wants to use you you are called step into it and become chosen that's it 
for, uh, for me to answer the same question, I would just say to you guys, it's worth it work because it's purpose work. And I want you to know that nothing worth having comes easy. So when you got that dream in your heart, this event you want to host and you want to bring people in, you want to impact ultimately, you want to make a difference, leveraging your story and your community for your tribe, those people who support and who love you, you got to know that it's worth the fight. And it will be a fight. You will have to deal with things and variables. There's always going to be variables outside your control. People backing out, people canceling, events changing, like the, the world around you changing, variants. But it's worth the fight. And if you're willing to fight, if you're willing to show up to the battle, you, you, will, you will never win a battle that you're not willing to fight. And there is a miracle on the other side of your obedience if you're willing to put your gift on the table. Watch God multiply and step into your greatness creating something that the world desperately needs you to create and you can see tremendous difference from your gift let's go so that's what i would give you amazing well ashley marcus thank you so much for this last hour describing what it's like to put together a conference and giving some tangible tips on how to put a conference together so one as marcus stated get your budget together make sure that you are picturing that you're gonna sell a little bit less than what you want, but give yourself some wiggle room because things happen. Two, find your location, set your date, let everyone know. Number three, what is your ambiance? How do you want it to feel when people, before they get there, while they're there and as they're leaving? Number four, tap into your relationships, create an awesome lineup of speakers. And number five, get yourself a awesome amazing support team people that are going to allow you to dream big but also reel you in when you need it sometimes but making sure that things are getting done because you can't do it all yourself ashley marcus thank you so much everyone i hope you're going to eya con stands for embrace your ambition con.com and purchasing your ticket we have virtual tickets if you can't uh, travel to Dallas, but if you can, I highly, highly, highly suggest it. You want to be there because it's a total different feeling to be able to be in the sheer presence of these amazing humans. So Ashes, Ashley, Marcus, thank you so much. And if you have any questions, you want to learn more, make sure that you are DMing Ashley and Marcus, E-Y-A. You could DM Jess too if you want. Uh, myself, Nate, we're all part of it. And we hope, hope, hope to see you there. So thank you so much, both of you, for this last hour. I'm going to pass it to Nate for a quick room reset, and then we're going to get into some social media breaking news. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kelsey Stark, the social media show queen. Thank you for taking the time to talk to Marcus Black and Ashley Faber-Anstutter, Marcus and Ashley. Thank you for your time teaching people what it takes to just create and run a live event. Thank you for your heart and thank you for just pouring into people. Most of all, thank you for being who you are and thank you for listening to God's calling on your lives. It's been an honor to watch it and be a part of it. And I can't wait to see you guys in Dallas. But guys, we're halfway through the social media show takeover of the Breakfast with Champions Room. Each day, Monday through Friday, the social media show takes over to bring you content you know, teach you some social media tips and tricks and a little bit of mindset on Monday, some marketing strategy. And coming up in a few minutes, Kelsey.
Coffee Start is going to share some breaking social media news as well as give you some more social media tips as we take uh, as we finish up this last hour of the social media show. But you are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, and we want you to know that you can also catch every single segment. If you miss it, if you want to listen to it again, you can catch every single segment on the Breakfast with Champion podcast. And the way that you do that is you subscribe to the podcast Never miss an episode again by heading over to breakfastwithchampions.live. The website is breakfastwithchampions.live. There you can grab a link to subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, we want you to leave us a five-star review. This will help us out a lot. Here's why. Once we hit 100 five-star reviews and we're almost there, over on Apple Podcasts, we're going to be recommended to a huge new audience. And we want to uh, you know, take this message to a bigger audience that way. More people, just like yourself, if you're listening to us right now, can find Breakfast with Champions. So if you found value here, if you want to help us reach more people, you can help us multiply our impact. Leave a five-star review. And then if you'd like, shoot us a DM. Let us know that you did leave a review. Take a screenshot, and we'll shout you out on stage. We'll appreciate you. Shoot Glenn Lundy. Uh, tag at Breakfast with Champions Club on Instagram. That's at Breakfast with Champions Club. So just do that for us. We really appreciate it but you're listening to Breakfast with Champions, make sure you're following the little greenhouse up there, the house that Glenn Lundy and the Breakfast with Champions family built. And make sure you just schedule your favorite segment or two or three in your calendar each day. We're live here in Clubhouse each weekday from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as Saturdays from 6 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time, as well as the Sunday Club 111 worship service right here on Clubhouse. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, we love you to come over and hang out with us on uh, Clubhouse. And if you're in Clubhouse and haven't checked out the podcast, come over and hang out with us in the Apple podcast and soon across multiple platforms. But we have about 53 minutes left of the social media show segment. We're going to get Kelsey Stark to jump back in here and give us some breaking social media news. If you wonder what's going on in the social media uh, world, if you wonder who's bigger, where are people spending their time, what are people getting from each platform and why and how and who, then hang out. This is one of my favorite segments. I always learn uh, some information that I can apply to my life and my business. So stay tuned. If Kelsey's ready, we're going to pass it right back over to Kelsey Stark for the last 50 minutes of the social media show. Kelsey, are you ready? I sure am, Nate. Thanks so much for that reset. (laughs) Um, So we are going to get into some social media breaking news. I'd love to keep you all updated with what is going on in the social media world. If you haven't listened to one of my segments yet, my name is Kelsey Stark. I'm the owner of Stark Media Group, which is a digital marketing agency based here in New York. And we love staying up to date on social media. So I like to bring you some tips, tricks, and tactics, and also make it interactive. So anyone who's on the panel who has questions or would like to chime in about what these updates mean to them would love for your participation. And if you have a question, uh, sorry, got a phone call. Uh, if you have a question while uh, I'm talking about these tips and tricks, feel free to raise your hand. We'd we'll love to bring you up. So, very first off, if you haven't heard, look, launching Reels in the United States. Yes, that's true. Reels on Facebook. So they are launching on iOS and Android in the U.S. I know that our 
our own Sue Zimmerman, who is in Canada, she did have that capability uh, previously, but now it is in the US. And what they're gonna be doing is testing, uh, pushing IG Reels to people on Facebook. So suggesting the Reels that you're putting on Instagram to people on Facebook. You're still gonna have the same tools on Facebook for your Reels uh, that you do on Instagram, such as stickers, audio, effects, et cetera. And you'll be able to find reels in your newsfeed or in groups. And when you're when you're viewing a reel on Facebook, you can easily follow the creator directly from the video, like like the video and comment on it or share it with your friends. So this is just another way that Instagram slash Facebook is pushing their short form video. We talked about uh forever ago, it seems like at this point when they first started with Reels, that Reels is their way to combat TikTok, right? So they're trying to pull people away from the TikTok platform who they consider a competitor and they want them to stay on the Instagram app. So now you're going to be able to create Reels and be pushed out to a wider audience. So once again, trying to bring more people onto Reels, you'll see more suggested Reels in your Facebook newsfeed, you can also share them in groups. But I want to know from all of you, does this inspire you to start creating more reels? Because you're going to have that broader reach of not just your Instagram market, but also your Facebook. So would love to hear anybody on stage. I do hear somebody's mic open. It's, it's uh, me, Kelsey. It's my man, Kwani Burks. Go for it, Kwani. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Kwani Burks. Um, Thank you, Kelsey. I'm glad you brought this up because I've decided to dig my heels in on Instagram. It just messes with me better, my personality. So I'm gonna, I'm, I've already decided, made that decision. But I do notice that when I make my reels that I can't share them to, 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 to Facebook via my story which I get a lot of views on my story on Facebook because I, I always translate the stories from Instagram to Facebook. But when I go to share the reels, you know, that's the cutoff point. And you can share reels on Facebook, but it's like, it's a little clunky and it's not as smooth as sharing them on Instagram. But the fact that they're trying to integrate that and, and uh, make it all part as one is a, uh, that's tremendous for me, and I'm glad to see this update. And I was waiting on it, you know, being in the tech space as well. It's certain things that you know they're going to eventually do just out of a functionality standpoint. You just know how long it takes to actually technically, from a software standpoint, um, lay that out. So I'm, I'm excited, and I can't wait to uh, share my IG reels on Facebook, whatever they're going to call them. So. Kwani Brinks and I'm speaking. Yeah, Kwani, that's a really great point about how, um, you know, even though we do see these updates and even though Facebook is a mega giant, right, when it comes to their tech and the people they have working for them, you're still going to have some growing pains when you first roll out that feature um, or any of these new features on these apps. But I think it's a great way to integrate, you know, what you're already doing. We talk about repurposing content all the time, making sure that you're playing nice with the algorithm, doing these new features. So I see this uh, way of integrating the reels as once again, a way to push more people 
to create content on that feature within the platform, but also to be able to broaden you, uh, broaden your audience to uh, a whole new platform and maybe actually drive some people back to Facebook because we did see a decrease in people who hang out on Facebook. So would love to hear. That was anybody- one of them. Yeah, exactly. So now who knows with this um, push with IG Reels, with Facebook and that integration, maybe we'll start to see people pushing back over to it. And obviously, Facebook is still trying to thrive with groups. Groups are doing amazing still on Facebook. So the fact that you can share Reels within groups, I think, is just another way of them trying to cultivate both platforms together. Uh, Dawn, I know you would love to share something. Go for it, my love. Don, are you here? Kelsey, I got a question when you're ready. Yeah, go for it, Tom. So, yeah, we're really we're really kind of pressing into social right now in a big way, even more, and really getting more strategic. And the question that I have is, what do you? Because primarily, we love to put all our focus on one platform, and then and then recirculate it thereafter. But what what do you see the difference, the slight edge difference of real compared to TikTok of your observation working with your clients, Kelsey, or anybody else? What do you see the slight edge difference of the content? Or is there a slight edge difference of the kind of psychology of a reel that you need to make? I know a lot of it's very similar, but is there a, is there a difference? And f- how do you do two pieces of content if you're really focused on TikTok? What do you do? Like, what do you think is the ideal fastest way to do a reel at also in your, in your opinion yeah that's a really great uh question tom and we are seeing similar types of content performing well on both accounts uh but i think what really is the focus is who is your audience so for instance if you are on Instagram and let's say, you know, I don't know if Dr. Sean's here, but let's say if Dr. Sean was here and he was talking very technically about, um, you know, what it's like to be a chiropractor and what goes into it and the study of bones, you know, that would be his audience that he cultivated there, people who are interested in learning the science and the tech stuff behind that. If he translated over to TikTok, that may or may not perform as well because we know TikTok does tend to be a little bit more lighthearted, although they are trying to push a little bit more of the educational aspects. So I think it really depends on the type of audience that you've cultivated. If he goes over to TikTok, he might, you know, do some backcracking things because that's what people love to see in the short form video. So I think that depending on the platform that you're on, once TikTok continues to expand its audience out, um, I think you'll probably start to see a little bit more of the educational and a bit more serious. But when it comes to the content that you're creating, if it doesn't make sense to repurpose from TikTok to Instagram or vice versa because you have two different audiences, that's really the only case in point that I've seen where it makes sense to make two different types of videos as opposed to just kind of you know doing the tricks that we talk about wiping the uh, the logo off, scraping the metadata, which uh, Instagram did come out and say that they will not be pushing 
any type of video out that has a lot of text on screen and or a visible logo from another platform. So not saying that you can't put your own logo on it, but if they do see the TikTok logo and anything that you um, upload, they will push it out to your audience specifically, but it will not go outside of the sphere of audience that you've already collected. Um, so, but to answer your question, Tom, as far as, you know, content is concerned, I think if it's on brand with you and it makes sense for your audience, I don't see why you can't repurpose your, your TikTok to your Instagram, to your YouTube shorts, to your Snapchat, to, you know, all the other things. Hey, Kelsey, it's Dawn. I'm back. I'm sorry. I was in a loud place. So I, no I, know worries, Dawn. I know you were speaking to someone else. I don't want to interrupt. If you're finished with them, then I'll jump in. If not, I'm, I'm, I just want you to know I'm in the room. Okay, awesome. So Tom, did that answer your question as far as content's concerned? Nope, not, not very good. Appreciate you so much. <laughs> no worries, Tom. Uh, and I will definitely keep you all updated on what I see um, with this rollout. And, you know, if, if it means creating new content, great. But if it means being on, um, you know, a platform and being able to repurpose your content, I'm all for repurposing. I don't think that there's a reason why you can't repurpose. And who knows, especially now since they're opening the reels to Facebook, you may be able to tap into an entire market that you've never really thought about before because we are seeing some people migrate back to Facebook, um, but especially within these groups, Tom, for you specifically, I mean, let's think of how many mom groups that you can get into or fitness groups and things like that. So you're now able to sit to share your reels into uh, those fitness groups on Facebook, which is already, you know, tapping into a warm market, right? You're not coming in cold of just this is something that you may or may not be interested in. These are definitely something that these women are going to be interested in your athleisure wear. Um, so being able to post your reels into those types of groups, I think is going to be something that'll absolutely help exponentially grow your business. Oh so. my gosh, that's hot. Wait, Hank, so are you saying purpose all of the real or can we all repurpose our reels right now in like our existing ones our old ones yeah so if you want you could totally do that or you can take them and push them into uh any of the groups on facebook that you are presently in or if you're not in any you know i would definitely do some market research about who um who, where your target market is what groups that they're in and especially because you're you know nationwide or globally um that you can ship I would just be constantly looking at these these groups um, that have these warm markets already, these women that are going to 100% be interested in your product just by the sheer name of the group that they're active in and just start posting content in that and not in necessarily a salesy way, but just by showcasing your your beautiful bride and her athleisure wear, your, your amazing daughters um, or any of the people that are on your teams by getting them to populate their... Uh, these different groups with their content is just going to entice people and intrigue people. So that is my suggestion. I think Tom just left. So he's probably going to do my million dollar idea. So Don, my love, go for it. Hi, Kelsey. It's been so long since I've seen you. Thank you for allowing me to ask this question. Um, okay. So I've been really, you know, over the years curating my Facebook page, my IG page to, just kind of, you know, 
have like-minded people. Um, you know, I go live every now and then. I've been a afforded the ability to travel a lot with my celebrity clientele. So a lot of times that I travel, my Facebook followers live vicariously through me. I love it. I love going live. I love being able to go back and speak to them. But I'm wondering, do you see anything coming down the uh, pipeline where Facebook has a platform similar to Clubhouse? Because I'd love to be able to just talk to a group of people without having to type in their, you know, answer their questions, but to have dialogue like we do here on Clubhouse. Do you see anything like that coming down the pipeline for either IG or Facebook? Yeah, Don. So they actually already started that. Um, they've already started to create their audio rooms on Facebook. It is not rolled out to the bulk of the population yet. They're um, they're testing it with a very small, high-level group of individuals. But yes, they do have, um, I've been in a couple that Mark Zuckerberg was in, uh, as well as uh, some of the people that work at Facebook. Uh, so yes, they are already working on that. Um, I definitely do see the rise of social audio is something to look forward to that is going to continue to push through, um, especially with the popularity of this app, of Clubhouse. So um, yes is the immediate answer. They are already working on that, and I do anticipate it being rolled out at some point next year. Um, they obviously have to work the kinks out and whatnot, but yes, they, they are already working on Facebook audio rooms. That is awesome. And my second question is, I am absolutely looking to uh, grow my social media and I'm looking for marketing um, uh, help. So I'm looking to hire. Um, I just was on a cover of a magazine. It got me great uh, exposure and I want to keep this ball rolling. So I'm looking to uh, partner up with anybody who um, has, you know, marketing and, and social media uh uh, uh, expertise, in particular you. So we'll talk on the back chat. And uh, thank you again for allowing me to talk. I am whole and complete. And I am Dawn. Finished speaking. Amazing, Dawn. Well, I definitely look forward to speaking with you and would love to partner with you. Congratulations on your magazine cover. That is absolutely phenomenal. So uh, moving on from our first tip, which was Facebook launches Reels in the U.S., uh, as if that wasn't enough for the additional exposure. Anyone who um, was aware over the summer, they did bonuses. They called it summer bonuses for reels. So if you weren't making reels before, and if the fact that you can share them on Facebook now wasn't enough to convince you, this might just do it. So number two, you can earn money for your reels with bonuses. So as a part of their convince, uh, commitment to invest over a billion dollars to creators throughout 2022, uh, Facebook and Instagram are not now offering new bonus programs to help creators earn money when people view their reels. So Kwani, listen up, you can make some money on your reels. So the reels play bonus pays eligible creators based on performance of their reels and will be available on both Facebook and Instagram. After seeing, uh, this is a quote from Facebook, after seeing creators embrace the Instagram reels summer bonus, we hope this new bonus will allow more creators to make money from their content. Now, the Reels Play bonus will initially be invite only. 
beginning in the U.S. and potentially, they say, expanding globally over time. But if you are interested in becoming a creator, you do have to sign up to learn more about the Facebook Reels Play bonus. Uh, if you want, you can DM me. I'm happy to get you that link. You can also look at the Facebook blog, uh, the creator's blog, and they'll be able to give you more information on how to get that invite to become uh to have the Reels Play bonus and also best practices for creating Reels to try to drive up engagement and viewership on your Reels. So hopefully that will also help you get accepted into the program uh, for the Reels Play bonus. So Facebook also says that they're focused on developing a suite of creator monetization options and they will explore additional opportunities for them to earn money for their reels. On Facebook, we will test sticker ads and banner ads and reels and explore integration with stars. So similar on Instagram reels, they'll begin to test full screen and immersive ads between reels to help small businesses and brands connect with new audiences in different ways. So big, big news when it comes to reels uh, that was released this past week. So not only are you getting more exposure on Facebook, but you can now potentially make money off of it. So with that being said, would love to popcorn around a bit to hear what everyone has to say. If you weren't convinced to do Reels before, are you convinced now? Will you be signing up for this new Reels Play bonus? And what do you think about uh, Facebook and Instagram coming in so strongly on Reels? Do you think it's because they are intimidated by TikTok? Do you, do you feel like they're trying to do this to draw more people? Would love to hear what anybody's thoughts on uh, Reels are. I would like to share something if possible. How are you today? This is Tina. Hi, Tina. I'm great. Go for it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hi, Kelsey. So what you just said, I think you're definitely on point with that because TikTok is cool, but I'm really not a TikTok person and I have been trying for years. I remember when it first came out and someone said, TikTok's going to be the new thing. You got to jump on it. And I didn't, I did download it. Uh, but reels, I absolutely love reels. Facebook, like someone said earlier, um, you know, God, I'm on it, but I'm not really on it, on it. But with the reels, it's so much easier. So I think they're pushing so hard to compete with the TikTok, like you said, because it seems like I've been trying to do the TikTok, but it just seems like, okay, what do I have to learn now? So I definitely agree with you that that's their way to try to make us get into it even more. I'm Stars Teen and I'm finished speaking. Thank you, Tina. Yeah, I definitely see that. That's kind of the way that it's going. You know, they we didn't really see a massive, massive monetization push. I think that they probably were hoping once they rolled out Reels that there would be an organic draw to the, the feature, to the platform. It's short form video. It's on uh, an app that people are already comfortable with. You didn't have to learn a new app or download a new app or anything like that. So I think that they were really hoping to see more of an organic shift. And now that we've had Reels for quite some time and they haven't seen that massive shift over or they, you know, TikTok hasn't slowed down, let's be honest, uh, if not has continued to expand, I think that this is their way to try to keep people on their platform, keep people populating this particular feature on their platform by offering this, uh, you know, incentive, you know, money, money rules the world. So Tom would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, you know, this is what helped me on TikTok. When I when they came up with the creator fund, I'm like, 
it it did motivate me to see, hey, let's just see what's possible with are they really willing to pay for what I was already doing for free? And the money was ridiculous because we started putting more content out there. They started paying more. We started putting more content out. They started paying more. I mean, it got up to tens of thousands of dollars in a very short period of time. So I would say for anybody listening into what Kelsey's saying, and thank you, Kelsey, because I did not know this. I'm, I would go all in with now's your chance to draw that line in the sand and go all in with content on Instagram. But look, it's, it's interesting to hear people say they, they're now going to start going after Reels. Reels and TikTok are the same psychology. There's not anything different. It's just a mindset shift. I would do content on both for sure. But definitely going all in now with Reels. Thank you, Kelly. Awesome, Tom. And I love to hear that from somebody who has been part of a creator fund, um, especially one that is of a newer app, how that has paid off. So there is actual real uh, opportunity to make money here on these platforms by creating content, as Tom stated, that you're already doing for free. So if you're already putting that out there, why not get paid for it, right? So love, 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 love to hear that. Thank you so much, Tom. Does anybody else want to weigh in on the monetization of, uh, of Reels? Ravneet, my love, go for it. Hi, Kelsey. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Um, I'm My name's Ravneet. I just messaged you, Kelsey, um, to see if I could get the link for, um, you know, taking advantage of this opportunity. Um, I think that it's, it's you know, just my thoughts on Reels. I feel like it's, it's always a good opportunity. Um, I think every new opportunity is a good opportunity to just build your brand presence and um, tap into whatever markets are, are available on different social media platforms. I, I do agree with what's already been stated that, you know, there's, there's different, different market audiences that are attracted to all the different platforms. And I've been slowly branching into all of them and trying to tap in to all those, all those available audiences whenever I can. So I'd be really curious to see how, um, you know, just how, how the functionality is with the reels and how easy it is to repurpose. I, I definitely would, um, if I, if I take advantage of the reels, I definitely would use that as a, um, I, I would repurpose, uh, the content I already have. And I'm doing that. Um, I was like, Tom was saying, you know, I was going all in on Instagram and just using that content to repurpose onto other, onto other platforms. So, and it's been pretty easy to do that for, for example, TikTok and, um, YouTube, I haven't had that much, I haven't had as much success with YouTube shorts as I have with maybe TikTok or Instagram. Um, so I'm curious, I'm curious to see what it would be like and what kind of engagement I would get on Facebook. But, um, I really hope that they offered the opportunity for, you know, little people like me <laughs> to, to be able to take advantage of the creator, um, fund as well, just because I, I feel like, they do incentivize that for, I feel like people that are, have a greater audience um, and engagement are set up for success and are more likely to be able to, to I guess, get them the results they're looking for. But, you know, there's, there's little people like me, too, that, you know, would be definitely interested in getting involved and, um, and tapping into um, those resources. So uh, I, I hope that made sense. Um, let me know if I can clarify. If not, uh, my name is Ravneet and I'm done speaking. Thank you. Yeah, Ravneet, they actually on um, the um, the website I'm about to give you, they actually do have the requirements that are needed uh, in order 
to be eligible and you can actually check your eligibility. So anyone who is interested in possibly signing up for this monetization bonus program, get your pens and papers ready because this is the uh, URL you're going to go to. So it's facebook.com forward slash creators forward slash tools forward slash MTA, like monetization tools application. That's what it stands for. So once again, you're going to facebook.com forward slash creators with an S. So C-R-E-A-T-O-R-S forward slash tools with an S, T-O-O-L-S forward slash M-T-A, which stands for monetization tools application. Uh, you can go ahead and DM me if you are driving or you don't have a pen and paper and you can't write that down. Go ahead, feel free to DM me and I'll be happy to send that over to you. But that's where you're going to go to sign up, see the requirements, see if you are eligible um, and you can apply there uh, directly as well. So Ramit, I hope that you're eligible. Come back and let us know if you are. I Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.